0: Welcome to Your Healing Journey with Dr. Debbie. In the next 30 minutes, get ready to discover the secrets of learning how to heal your body naturally. Dr. Debbie is your guide to a longer, more vital, and healthier life. We'll explore nutrition, vitamin supplementation, mindfulness, and optimal wellness. So sit back and relax, and let's begin this life-changing experience. Welcome to Your Healing Journey, and here's your host, Dr. Debbie. Well, good afternoon or good evening to everybody and welcome to my first show. And today we're gonna address a topic called the determinants of health. But before we start, I wanna start us with a prayer. Father God, many of us need healing. I need healing for past hurts, random physical pains, and I allow to waylay my days and spiritual healing healing for various reasons. I reach up to you to receive this healing so that I may be whole and that I may be able to then minister to others in ways that bring your fullness of glory. How wonderful to be able to worship you without stain or blemish and to be totally healed. Show others your healing power so that they may also be healed and walk in wholeness. In this precious name of Jesus. Amen. So I begin by quoting one of the fathers of chiropractic philosophy, art, and science. And the quote is The power that made the body can heal the body. And this was stated by G- B.J. Palmer who was one of the very first chiropractic physicians. Chiropractic is a science, art, and philosophy. The philosophy of chiropractic is built upon the constraints of what are called vitalism, holism, conservatism, naturalism, and rationalism. It provides context for the application of science and art. Central to the philosophy of chiropractic is the principle that life is intelligent, And doctors and founders of chiropractic were DD and BJ polymer. And why am I talking about chiropractic? Because I've been practicing chiropractic for 27 years. And it is the philosophy that led me to holistic and natural health. And if one chooses to believe in these statements, then there's no such thing as an incurable disease. And I don't like to call it disease, but dis-ease, which the body is not capable of transmuting into a more favorable state of health and well-being by stimulating the inherent vitalism, holism, conservativism, naturalism, and rationalism that allows the body to release its inner healing physician. That means that we are vital. That means that we are whole people. We don't treat parts of us. That means that the body conserves energy and that it uses natural parts of our world and ourselves to bring healing and health and achieve it. And it's rational and it's thinking and it's a way of being as God created us. In naturopathic medicine, which is another principle and strategy that I use, there's a focus on what's called the determinants of health. These include positive thinking. Your thoughts create your reality. If you do not think you can heal, there is nothing anyone can do to help you heal. A large variety of fresh organic foods, including phytonutrients. Phytonutrients are things that you find in food like vitamin C, vitamin A, uh, minerals, antioxidants. Antioxidants are found in foods that are bright red, green, yellow, the brighter, the better. Microbiome builders, that means good bacteria. The more bacteria you have in your intestines, the healthier you're going to be. And probably most people don't know that our bacteria are the ones that create our vitamins, that create our ability to absorb food, that make our hormones. So the more diverse, the better. The more you have, the better. And then we also have to have lymphatic flow. If we don't have lymphatic flow, then we can't move things around. We also need essential fats, proteins, Fibers. The building blocks of vitalistic human physiology and anatomy. So you need to have all these essential nutrients in your food to be able to survive. You need fat, you need proteins, you need carbohydrates, you need fiber. Movement. The body is designed to move during 80% of waking life. Well, we have it backwards in this culture. We usually sit 80% of the time and move 20% of the time. So you have to move as much as you can. If you sit at a desk, make sure you use a standing desk, stand up, sit down, take a break every hour. Movement guarantees that everything flows, that you have robust circulation, that you have efficient digestive function, an adaptive immune system and increased brain health, mood and cognitive function. That means you can think right. If you exercise and you raise your body temperature, you get a little bit of a fever that increases your ability, your immune system's ability to get rid of things you don't want in your life. Sleep, sleep is vital for regenerative and biotransformative processes to occur efficiently. In other words, you have to have a good amount of sleep at night, anywhere from seven to eight hours a night. That is the time when your brain repairs, that is the time when your body repairs, that's the time when your body is detoxifying or getting rid of toxins more effectively. Your liver is very active at night and your immune system as well. That's the time you repair and regenerate all of your organs and all of your tissues. That's when your body makes the most amount of what's called growth hormone. Community, you must have community. The intimacy of being with other human beings creates security. It creates chemicals that help you with neurotransmitters and mood, support and motivation to stick around and achieve optimal existence on this planet so we can love and be loved. Without community, without love, you really can't do anything. There's a a story that I read, or actually an anecdote that I read about World War II where they had, after World War II, a lot of orphans. And there was orphans that were in an orphanage where, there were uh, nuns that were very active with them and held them and loved them and they developed naturally and normally and they had good brain function and they had good intelligence but in another nurse uh, um, orphanage there was nuns that didn't talk or look at them or see them or do anything with them and these kids had no ability to have intelligence to move forward, to learn new things. And they were actually having mental problems and they were having behavioral problems. So we do need people. And I tell all of my patients that there are only really three things you can control. There are things we can do, right? The things we do are eat. So what you choose to eat, what you choose to put in your mouth is very important. Food is medicine, sleep, right? We choose to when we go to bed, how long we sleep, and then we have struggles. So what how are we going to increase our sleep, we need to find out what's keeping us from sleeping, what we think, thinking positively prayer, meditation, having happy thoughts will create a huge amount of positivity in your life, and will help you become healthier and stay healthier. Work, what do do we work for the work we choose to do or the work we choose to engage in must have purpose, we must want to go to work, feel like we're having a purpose, like we're happy. If you get up every day and you hate what you do for work, that's gonna negatively impact your health. How we move, right? Whether we choose to exercise, how much we use to choose to exercise, how we exercise, choose something you enjoy and spend at least 15 to 20 minutes moving your body and getting your heart rate up so that you can increase circulation, so that you can feel better, you can release stress commune, commune with others, find community, whether it's with church, or your work or your family or your friends, find people you can hang out with and feel happy, supported and understood. What we think good, bad, neutral, etc. Right? So if you think negative thoughts all day long, your body's going to listen to that, and you're not going to feel well. So try to be positive. And when you have negative issues happen, sit down for a minute breathe, maybe for two minutes before you start reacting to things that have happened to you that are bad. And then you can process things. And instead of reacting, you're going to respond, that's going to help your body a whole lot. What we say, be kind, right? Instead of being kind, if you're mean or angry, then that's going to affect people around you, right? What you say, yes, no, maybe those are all so important things set boundaries. Don't always give, give, give and run yourself ragged. Know when to take care of yourself, when you need to take care of others and what you want to engage in. So the rest is not in our control. If you focus on integrating lifestyle habits that weave the determinants of health throughout every second minute, hour, day and year of your life, it ignites the innate healer and provides the needed scaffolding to achieve an existence of more good days than bad, because that's another thing that people don't understand. Health is not a straight line up. We run into things. We get exposed to toxins. We maybe eat bad foods. Maybe you overslept. Maybe you didn't sleep enough. And so your health is going to have ups and downs. There's also triggers out there. I treat a lot of people who have chronic illness and autoimmunity and they have triggers. Some people are, their triggers are food. Some people it's petroleum products. Sometimes it's toxins. Sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it's just not feeling like you have enough energy because you know, you had some major trauma come at you or you had a flood in your house. So all those things are going to send you backwards or put you in a state of ill health. So you always need to address those things and know when you want to be really careful about what you're eating, how you're sleeping, what you're thinking, what you're doing, and when you can be freer. So the more fatigue you feel, the more ill you feel, the more you really need to pay attention to the determinants of health. The better you feel, the more you can go out and play. And I always have this 80-20 rule, right? We are human beings. We are fallible. We fall down, we make mistakes, we make wrong choices. So if you stick with these determinants of health 80% of the time, then you're going to be all right. And with the time for the 20% that things don't go so well, you can always repair, regenerate, and restore. So give yourself permission to be fallible. And I always say we are perfect beings in imperfect ways, and we are imperfect in our perfect ways. So no matter what you do, it's not going to be perfect, right? So Think about those things and always shoot for a goal of more good days than bad. And know that your body can heal no matter what. As long as you choose the right food plan, you drink and you hydrate yourself, you sleep, you exercise, you surround yourself with positivity, you can overcome anything. Some of the things that really bother me about people who come to see me is they come and they say, they tell me, well, the doctor told me I could never get over this, or they say, Oh, I have a degenerative disease and I'm going to have to live with it for the rest of my life. Oh, I'm getting older, so I'm going to lose my mind. None of those things are true. They have found recently that the brain can completely regenerate. So it doesn't matter how bad your brain is. You can restore it. You can revive it. You can train it to become viable again, to have the memory you want, to be able to remember things. And one of the most important things in that is to remember a saying that says, if you don't use it you lose it so that applies to the brain so keep it active keep it active by learning new languages or maybe a new sport or a new a new a new uh, tech tool or technique or start being an artist or dancing or whatever encourages you to stimulate your brain and do things that you're not used to so for example if you have trouble with math do a lot of math problems if you have trouble with your words or remembering play memory games These are all things that are going to help regenerate your brain and keep you active. Keep yourself interested in life. I don't know why people say you have to retire. Retire from what? You're going to retire from life? Life continues. So no matter what happens, let's say your job is ending and maybe you're retiring and you have an IRA or whatever. Well, find something else to do to fit your life full of things that are going to keep you alert and interested and activated and challenged. That way retirement doesn't become a death sentence. So when a person chooses to implement the determinants of health, the results that you will see will fuel your dedication and produce miraculous outcomes. Empowering a person changes the world of imaginable possibilities. So remember that, that the more you stick to these determinants, the better. And I'm going to go over a couple of definitions because it requires several things. It requires hope, a feeling, and a definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. A feeling of trust. You want something to happen to be the case. So never lose hope because hope is very important in continuing to feel like you can overcome any illness. Faith, complete trust or confidence in something or some, someone or something. A strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. A system of religious belief, plural, which means the Christian faith or any other faith. Like we Christians say, we walk in faith, we don't walk by sight. So have the faith that you can always overcome. And one of the first books that I read after I graduated as a chiropractic physician in 1990s 1990 things, 1996, was a book titled "Love, Medicine, and Miracles." And this book was written by a man, a doctor named Bernie Siegel. In this book, he observes his cancer patients over the decades and follows them to see who goes into remission, and who and never becomes ill again, and who doesn't. At the conclusion, which by the way is a very well worth reading, and I encourage you to grab it and read it, he states that there are only two things that he could truly attribute, observe, and assign as the dividing factors that distinguish survivors and non-survivors. Which were they? Number one was a strong desire or will to stay alive, and number two was a strong network of support of people around them, so people who needed them. So I dedicate myself to not rob my patients of the huge contribution that their hope and faith plays in achieving their optimal health and wellness goals. I become a partner in their journey. So when you go looking for a doctor, make sure they're a partner in your journey, not a stodgy doctor playing quote-unquote God behind a desk, doing out, doling out pharma prescriptions that only lead to more disease and this for that and betray their oath to do no harm. When I graduated as a doctor, I swore an oath to do no harm for the almighty prophets of the sick care system. No, to help people. I strive to be the physician you want to see in the world by implementing yet another naturopathic medicine principle to drive this point home. Another key vocabulary entry. Doctor in Latin, docere means learned student teacher. That means I'm always learning and I'm always teaching. Educating my patients to the effect that their ability to perceive and believe they can get better is the most impactful and determining strategy in achieving their health goals, as well as learning from each one of them how to best help them when they each come to me with very unique and individual health challenges due to their life experiences, traumas, and medical histories. In other words, I have a saying that says, I don't treat conditions, I treat people. I don't have cookie cutters or one size fits all. Everybody's individual and they all need individual care. In closing, I pray you will all believe and have faith that you're capable of overcoming any and all health challenges you may face and that you know how that you know what it takes to achieve optimal health and wellness. And always remember that when you're working with somebody or when you're, somebody's telling you you can't get over things, that isn't true. You have the capacity to learn how to read your own body, uh, to learn the signs, the symptoms that are telling you where the problems are. And those are gold mines. So in medicine, they always try to shut down your symptoms. Oh, let's just give you a pill for this and that. But you know what happens with medicine? It also has a adverse or negative side effects and then you have this for that pill and that for that adverse effect and that for that adverse effect and you never really get to the root causes of disease and everybody's different and we have three systems that really play a big part in this the nervous system the immune system and the hormonal system and they all talk to each other so everybody comes in with a kind of a group of symptoms that says Oh, my immune system's not doing well but then my nervous system's kind of involved and then my hormones are going out of control so my job is to help you figure out how each of these systems is talking to each other how each of them is breaking down and they're not working and how to figure out what best serves you what helps you like what food plan am i going to give you i hate the word diet because if you break that word apart die it who wants to die so each, each person's gonna need a very individual food plan that is gonna help them. You have to figure out where your food landmines are. You also have to figure out what work, exercise works for you. If you come in and you say, I can't get out of bed, am I gonna tell you to go run a marathon? No, I'm gonna make sure that you get the energy you need, the vitality to get out of bed. Get you to start walking maybe for five or 10 minutes and move on from there, right? If you have hormonal issues, well, let's find out. How's your digestive tract working? Because your immune system lives in your digestive tract. And if you can't digest and absorb a bunch of food, then how are you going to move from there? Am I going to put you on 20,000 different supplements when you can't even digest what you're eating? Absolutely not. We need to repair that digestive tract. We need to repair the part of your body that is the nourishing part of it, the mother of your body, where you digest and absorb food. And we need to figure out what foods are not letting you do that, or maybe what supplements you need to be able to digest food. And then we can figure out, well, what's, how's your liver working? Because your liver doesn't stop working. It's always taking toxins out of your body 24 seven. So we need to see when we can help it work better. But if you have, let's say constipation, and I start pushing the liver, You know what's going to happen? All those toxins, your liver just detoxified, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to right back into your body and make you sicker. So one thing at a time we prioritize and I meet you where you are, right? If I tell you, hey, you have to change your diet and you have to do this, that, and the other, and then I tell you to stop eating all these foods and you tell me, well, how am I going to do that? I go, well, no, let's pick one food at a time that may not be good for you and see how you feel if you eliminate that food. Or let's see, how am I gonna buy organic food? It's so expensive. Well, there's, there's strategies to do that. Number one, there's organic farms that are local in this area in California and in San Diego. And you can go to the farmers themselves and you can get food a lot cheaper if you go to the actual farm. Or if you go to an organic farmer's market, you can wait till the last hour and the farmers are ready to give away their food or discount it. So there's ways to get around this. So now I want to tell you where I am. I'm in Carlsbad, and my, uh, my practice is called Integrative Medicine Ministries. And you can find more about me at my website. It's called IntegratedMedicineMinistries.com. And my phone number is 760-519-1759. And my email is drdebnov. T-E-P at gmail.com. So I welcome your questions. If You can call me, send them via email or any way you want, and I will be happy to answer them on our next show. So I encourage you to continue to explore the determinants of health, to really focus on what really brings you joy. The other thing I didn't touch upon is some kind of spiritual belief, some kind of spiritual practice, because I really believe that we were made perfectly. And the more you pray to whatever you like to pray to and believe that there's a higher power that's going to help you, and the more roads you take and steps you take towards health, the better you're gonna achieve that. And know that when you work with me as a doctor, I am always available to people. I'm their guide, I'm their coach. I always tell my patients, bother me. Once we meet and we understand each other, we know what we're doing and we start our healing journey, that is when I encourage you to call me, text me, ask me, let me clarify and help you move towards your best healthy self. Because a doctor's relationship with a, with a patient should always be one of an engaged one. One where you're a team, where you feel like you can have confidence in getting more support or getting clarifications or asking questions. How many times have you gone to a medical doctor and asked them questions as to why you're doing that or why that test or why that drug? And they look at you like, what are you doing? Why are you asking me questions? What does that have to do with anything? I'm the boss. No, they're not. You hired them, right? When you hire a doctor, they're supposed to work for you. If they don't work for you and they're not doing what you want them to do, or they're not catering to you or answering your questions or helping you, then you need to fire them and Go find another doctor. Just like when you hire a mechanic, you want them to do a good job on your car. If they're not doing a good job on your car, then you find a different mechanic. Doctors are not, you know, they don't know everything. And medicine doesn't know everything. The best thing that medicine does is help you with life-threatening problems. So let's say you have a bone sticking out your arm or you're about to have an aneurysm or you have something really terrible going on, go to the hospital. But as soon as you get rid of that emergency, Don't go back there because you know how many hours they study nutrition? If they're lucky, they study nutrition maybe for an hour or a day, and then they're told how to take care of things that are missing, like deficiencies, but they're not told how to prevent things. They never tell you what to eat, and some doctors tell you it doesn't matter. It matters, it matters what you put in your mouth. Food is medicine, don't ever forget that. And what you choose, very important. And eating regularly is very important. Because if you don't feed your brain and your body, it falls apart. It's like trying to take a car across the the nation without gas. Won't the engine seize? So don't let yourself go hungry and miss meals or eat the wrong things. I believe that the healthiest things you can eat are fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, healthy proteins, healthy fats. And stay away from processed foods and things that man has made. So just stick with the natural. Stick with what God made and you will be a lot healthier and a lot happier. And here in this state of California, we have fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds all year long. And the other thing I encourage you to do is eat seasonally and cook, cook your food, go back to the kitchen. You don't have to spend hours. You can make simple meals and be a lot healthier and not depend on the kitchen that you're going to. And again, you can find me, this is my introductory show, Your Healing Journey. And you can find me at www integratedmedicineministries.com. My phone number seven six zero five one nine one seven five nine, 760 519 1759, and my email is Dr. Deb Novtep at Gmail. That's D R D E B N O V T E P at gmail.com I really look forward to having another show with you and bringing people that I think I will interview other naturopaths and other doctors that I work with and bringing you more interesting information and more empowerment on how to achieve your health goals and be the healthiest you can be I will be back next week and I bless you all